This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, what you should have in your pet's disaster preparedness kit. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life, and that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for Dogs and Cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun, stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets. And with your help, we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over $7 million. So while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers' famous memory foam cushioning, you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side. Find Bob's at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, select Petco locations, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Now, here on the Gulf Coast, we're over in Florida, and we are entering hurricane season. It's going to be coming upon us really soon. One of the things that we do annually every year... Monica, can you help us with what we need to get together, what we should have, how we should contain it, and how important it is to have this already ahead of time, our plans to what to do ahead of time? Disaster preparedness is something that every pet owner needs to prepare for. No matter where you live in the U.S., there's some kind of weather event that can become catastrophic and unsafe. Um, over... With us here in Florida, you have our hurricanes. But, you know, no matter where you live, there's, you know, tornadoes and wildfires. And Mother Nature just has her way with us sometimes. And we definitely (laughs) want to keep ourselves and our pets safe. But the main thing and the main way to do that is by preparedness in advance. So 
definitely make sure that before you get yourself into a situation where something's happening and you're scrambling at the last minute, make sure you take the time beforehand to really prepare. Know what you need to prepare for. Know where you're going to go. Know what you need. Because by doing that in advance, you're going to save so much stress and anxiety Um, And there's enough of that when you have a storm coming or something happening regardless. So there's no, you don't want to add to it with kind of last minute scrambling. So what I suggest is one, you're going to need a kit full of supplies for your pet. And we'll get into that in a minute. Um, But what you also need, and I tell everybody the first thing to do is, you know, sit down and think of your family's plan. Like, what are we going to do? So, for example, in my area, we have hurricanes to deal with. So, when I sit down with my family, I say, okay, well, if a hurricane is approaching us, what are we going to do? Number one, are we going to stay at home? Is it going to be safe for us to stay at home? If it is, then, you know, this is what we need to prepare. So, do we have our spot in the house? And are the things that we need to stay safe readily available in that spot? Are they close to that location? Can I gather them quickly? Are they all together? Um, Next is, you know, what if it becomes unsafe to be in the home? What if we try to stick it out as long as we can, but then it becomes a matter of it's just not safe. We have to leave. Where are we going to go? Like, do you have a friend that's a couple towns away that you're going to stay with that's out of the danger zone? Are you going to need to go to a hotel? Can they get me in? Do I have everything I you know I need to go and pick up at the last minute? So that's where the preparation comes in. So you need to have evacuation plans that you can travel with. And some of the things besides your basic needs, um, number one, do you have carriers for all your pets? For example, if you go to a hotel or you go to a pet-friendly shelter, you're going to need a containment system for your pets. You can't just walk in with a cat under your arm, you know what I mean, and a dog on a leash and be like, here we are. (laughs) You have to have containment systems. Not only is it important for them, but it also keeps them safe because, let's be honest, it is going to be chaotic. There's going to be loud noises. There's going to be wind. There's probably going to be rain, things that can scare your pets. And you do not want a pet that is normally docile and calm and not a problem that you would never think, you know, would run. And something scary can happen. A tree limb can fall or a huge gust of wind. Some of the things that to us we wouldn't think is a big deal, but when, you know, all of a sudden your pets are being scooped up, They're like, what the heck is going on? All this outside noise from the weather. Something can happen and something can be loud. Lights flickering and a transformer blows outside. Anything, you know, that's loud and startling. And that pet can take off. So you do not want to have them in a situation where they can run and get loose, especially in bad weather. The next is, can I gather all of my items quickly? So making sure you have a location. You always want to make sure your pets are wearing a collar um, with ID. So even, okay, microchipping is absolutely a must-have for our pets. I know we've talked about that in the past, and I don't want to spend a ton of time going over that, but making sure that your pet is microchipped. um, So if a collar or a harness comes off, 
um, they still have some backup identification. Also making sure that that chip is adequately registered. So that means that the information is up to date. If you've moved or you've changed phone numbers, make sure you check that and make sure that information is still up to date. Um, I always suggest every year when you go in and, you know, check your disaster items that you have yourself a little checklist and there's a lots of great places you can go to get them and I'll give them to everybody at the end. Um, but, uh, you know, go through your checklist and make sure checking your microchip information is on that list every year, at least once a year, because, you know, you drop a phone or you, you upgrade and you get a new phone plan and that comes with a new number or maybe you decided to discon you know, discontinue your house phone and only go with the cell phones. So many things can change and you just don't think about it at the time. And then that ends up being the number that, you know, your pets are traced back to and it's no longer working. So always make sure those are up to date. Um, also have an ID tag on those collars and harnesses because a person comes across the pet and they don't have a scanner or the veterinary offices are closed, something of that nature, and you don't have a scanner accessible, you always have to have something that the pet can wear for backup identification. You always want to have a photo of each pet. That way, if they're ever lost, then you have an up-to-date photo. And I always recommend those of us who have dogs that get haircuts on a regular basis, <laughs> um, save those photos in your phone of what they look like before the groom and after the groom, because depending on what stage your dog is in, they can look different. I mean, my little Yorkie Bella, like she becomes a fuzzy little beast in between those grooming visits. <laughs> and, you know, she's got this cute little long mustache and then all of a sudden it's all gone and short. So, you know, I always recommend having different stages in the pics if you do have it. Some of these cute little golden doodles have that long curly hair. And then when they go to the groomers, they bring it down and the dog can look completely different. Another thing I recommend, too, is not only have a photo of your pet and what it could look like at different times of grooming, but include yourself in that photo. And when somebody told me that and I thought about this, I'm like, oh, no, like I am not big on having my photo taken. <laughs> not my favorite thing to do. But the reason is, is that if your pet becomes lost, that is a very fast and easy way to prove ownership. So if you're in a situation to where you have to claim ownership of your pet, a picture of you and that pet can help establish ownership when you don't have access to computers and you don't have access to records, things of that nature. So that's just another thing out there that can help you reunite with your pet. Um, the next on your list is knowing where you're going to go. So are there any emergency shelters in your area? And if there are, what do you need to get in there? Like, do you have copies of your vaccines? Do you have your rabies tag? Um, make sure that you always, whenever you go in for your vaccines, uh, make sure you always have extra copies of those and you keep not only one in your kit, but um, I know some veterinary offices, like our office, um, we give our clients for free, like it comes in the mail later, but we have these little plastic cards that can clip onto a harness or clip onto their leash. And it's got their vaccine history with their picture, their name, your name right on the card. So having something like that that's really accessible is amazing to have for emergency situations. Also, if you're not going to go to a shelter and you're going to go to 
like a hotel or a pet-friendly establishment, you're going to need those same things. They're going to want to make sure your pet's up to date on vaccinations, and you always want to have your veterinary's information. You want to know, you know, what your veterinarian's protocols are. So if they're planning on trying to reopen once the weather clears, if they're affected and let's say they can't reopen, do they have a backup? Like, is there somebody that can, you know, send you records or write you prescriptions? That's why you always want to make sure that if your veterinarian is um, having a shutdown for a period of time, that you do have enough on hand. Um, so a, definitely a three-week supply at least of medications and supplements that your pet's taking. So that way, if there is a transition time and your veterinarian is unable to reopen immediately, that you are not out of important medications that your pet may need to stay healthy. So let's get to our boxes. So really important, you want to have something that, of course, is water safe. Um, that way, if you, you know, have to evacuate, you want something that can withstand the elements. Um, you want to have disposable litter boxes and cleaning items so your pet can go to the bathroom. So let's say you go to a hotel and the weather's too bad to go outside. Have little pee pads if you can for your pets. Um, disposable litter boxes. So what I found to be really convenient, and you can buy disposable litter boxes at the store, but something that you can make at home fairly cheap. Um, we'll take like the cardboard shirt boxes that you use around the holidays to wrap presents in, like the cardboard boxes, and you can use them um, as disposable litter boxes. So you just put a little bit of litter in there, and they're small enough to where you can throw them away, you know, once a day, small little um, cardboard box. If you have a carrier, make sure that your carrier is large enough for your cat to sit in as well as store one of those small litter boxes so that way they have enough room to be able to sit and not sit in the litter. But then also like gallon bags that when you're done, you can just put that disposable litter box, fold it on up and put it into like a gallon Ziploc bag and then be able to like seal it shut so that way you don't have the odor that comes along with that. Because obviously, if, you know, you're without electricity or you're stuck in a place for a period of time, you don't want to have to smell yucky litter boxes or yucky pee pads for a while. It keeps it sanitary, keeps it clean, and then you don't have the odors. So that works really well as far as your pet to have a, you know, a means to relieve themselves. So again, carriers large enough for a pad um, or a litter box and have your pet be able to have space to sit as well. We talked about our collars and leashes. I always recommend a harness as well. And you can even go one step further. And if you're in an area that floods, consider a doggy life preserver. Um, if you have to tread water or you have to get to a situation where you're in a flooding situation and your car goes into an area where you have to leave it behind or your home becomes flooded, something happens, flashback to all the Katrina photos we see and people mm -hmm struggling to get through the water with their pets and it, it's just amazing at everything you're going to go through and treading water for a long period of time it can become very tiresome for your pets and a lot of pets as healthy and in shape as they may be can have a hard time treading for you know a period of time and depending on where you need to go having a pet preserver that you can just grab the handle on the top um, or have something that can simply alleviate the effort that your pet has to put in to tread 
um, is definitely helpful. And you know, Monica, just for people who are like, oh, where can I get it? Since Katrina, and we've had so many hurricanes here, at your regular pet stores or you can buy them online, it's just to measure what your dog is. It's like a little life jacket. We have ours ready every year. We have them ready with the crates. We have everything together so that when we go, we're just ready to throw it in the truck. We have three, for the three girls, we have three life vests. So yeah, and they're not that hard. To- Absolutely. And you know, they, they run like, like when you fit them, this is pretty much the same measurements. And they're very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like I got my guys online. Um, and I think I paid like maybe $15 a piece for them. Yeah, ours you know, there's some yeah. Yeah, they're very economical. And it's just a great backup to have. Even if you know, us in Florida, even outside having them for disasters, great to have for a pet who enjoys an afternoon in the pool, but you don't want to have them hire out too quickly or taking them on a boat or things of that nature. They're always good to have if your pet's going to have um, an, you know, an issue or anything come up ever where it's going to have water around them. So we talked about a three-week supply of you know, your pet's life-saving medications, especially if you have a pet that you know, is prone to an illness that they have to have these medications to keep them healthy. Um, So always make sure bare minimum, three weeks supply. Same thing for food and water, three weeks supply. Um, But you also may want to add to their regular medications and having a pet safe um, sedative or anti-anxiety medication. So definitely talk to your veterinarian to see what they recommend. There's a lot of products out there that pets can become frightened easily and with all of the sounds and things going on around them, being moved to a new location, definitely that's enough to scare the most calm pet. So definitely talk to your veterinarian and have something on hand as far as um, sedatives or anti-anxiety medications for your pets. Um, we want to have, again, you know, the large Ziploc bags that we can put our um, pets' waste items in. But also make sure everything's sealed in those bags. So anything that you need in this kit, make sure that all that stuff is sealable. So that way, if something does happen to it, um, that it is covered for water damage. Uh, But always have extra plastic bags, um, paper towels, basic cleaning supplies that are pet safe. If your pet has um, canned food, make sure that you have a manual can opener. Make sure you have little food and water bowls. You can even do little disposable um, paper bowls or whatever from whatever works for you. Just make sure that they're disposable, that they can be cleaned, and that you can keep them, you know, safe from the elements. So have them to be able to fit into a large Ziploc or you know, anything like that so they can save um, watertight or anything. Also, toys and blankets, especially anything that keeps your pet calm, something that is soothing to them, something that has your regular sense. I always recommend having a couple towels in there um, and also additional grooming items. Like, for example, I mean, it's not like in the middle of a hurricane, you're going to go, you know, sit in a hotel and groom your dog because there's nothing else exciting to do. That's (laughs) not the, that's not the purpose. But if you get into a situation to where you're having to go through water or the rain is coming down and your pet can get knots and tangles and mats, same thing with cats. So you want to just have basic grooming items so that way you can keep your pets clean and clean. Uh, that way, you know, you're not getting any kind of skin infections, things like that. 
Um, what I've always done is, um, you know, my dog's regular shampoo that we use. Um, when you go into Target, have those little travel sections where they have those little mini travel size containers. You can get a little container. And what I've always done is um, they have the containers that have like the little squirt bottles for like contact solutions. And these are all empty. And I actually like in my Target dollar spot in the back with the travel things. I actually got a little kit. I think it was $3. And it had like a squirt bottle. It had like shampoo bottles. And they're all minis. And then it had a spot for like um, uh, cotton balls, stuff like that. So I took all of the regular things that my pet has at home and just filled them up and labeled them. So I had one that I had my pet shampoo in. And then I had one that I had my pet's ear cleanser in. Why these are important. One, if you're dealing with water, you don't want your pet to have an ear infection. They're out in the pouring rain. They're shaking their ears out. If you're going through mud or yuckiness that's coming up with all that water, you want to be able to clean them. So if you have little mini bottles of the shampoo and the ear medication, you can stick the ear wash in afterwards. That way they don't get an ear infection. You can get all the dirt and debris off with the shampoo. Um, you can have basic cotton balls, things of that to, you know, do their eyes. I always recommend just like a little basic eye wash. That way if your pet is to come in contact with something, um, you know, if you're treading water, sometimes there can be chemicals in that water. Um, you know, they can be around vehicles and you can have vehicle fluid seeping into that water. So always a basic ear cleanser and eye wash and a shampoo. Like I said, stick them in your little travel size containers. They won't take up hardly any room. And then your pet's covered as far as grooming items and also keeping that pet safe from some of the elements that it could have come in contact with. Um, another thing is instructions for pet care. So, for example, if you have to take your pet to a boarding facility or a shelter or evacuation center and um, for some reason, you know, somebody else is going to be caring for your pet, you want to make sure that, you know, all the instructions for your pet's care, anything that your pet may have a phobia or issue with is great for them to know, like, your pet is very sensitive about their feet. Or if they have a back issue and, you know, their back hurts easily or something, being careful if you're only supposed to lift them a certain way. Anything that's prudent to your pet's health or just comfort level, um, that would be important for, you know, them to know. Add that all in there. That way, it's going to make it easier on the people caring for your pet and make it a lot more calm and a lot more easy for your pet to get through. Um, always have a copy of your emergency numbers and your evacuation plan. So inside your kit, you know, keep your veterinarian's numbers, any local emergency um, rescue centers, um, you know, your basic emergency management services locally. I always recommend also if you have your, um, your little um, battery operated or hand cranked radios, any kind of stations that you like to go to for emergency management, any of your app information, things of that nature, you know, anything that you want to do to get up-to-date information, as well as your family members' information. So that way, if your emergency contact isn't available, then there's backup with your veterinarian, um, your local um, boarding facility that would have your pet's information, your pet records on in record. Um, but anything that you have as far as emergencies and backups for those emergencies, keep all together with your, you know, supplies in your kit. That way your kit is ever separated from you. 
or you're separated from your pet in the kit, then they have everything all together and you can always be reached. Again, you know, talking to your veterinarian, knowing, you know, their plans and what their protocols are going to be. Always have an extra flashlight and batteries in there, um, making sure that, you know, you can see well. And then your pet first aid items. So I know we talked about having an ear wash and an eye wash, but besides that, you always want to make sure that in a pet first aid kit or your disaster kit, you should always have bandaging. Um, your pet becomes scraped on something or hurts themselves. Always have some basic bandaging material, some antiseptic, um, something to clean a wound with. Um, you know, a small little travel size thing of like betadine. Um, you know, a basic like neosporin or triple ointment, um, alcohol to clean things. I also recommend gloves, um, tweezers. That way, if there's any kind of particles or things stuck, um, you can always get some tweezers and get them out. Um, gauze, things to apply pressure if there's any kind of bleeding. And also a muzzle. And, you know, the first thing I hear when I talk to people about muzzles is, oh my gosh, my dog is so nice. I would never need one of those. When a dog is hurt and scared, even the most friendly dog can react out of pain. So you always want to make sure that you're safe and the pet is safe. So definitely make sure that every pet in your house has a muzzle that will fit your pet. Not because you're always, you know, ever going to be worried about your pet being aggressive. But if that pet, again, is hurt, the pain alone can be enough for a pet to show, show teeth or to snap. Just because it's very, very painful. It's not that that pet is ever aggressive, but you always want to make sure you're protected because if you're not, then you can't give your pet the care that they need. Yeah. So again, you know, making sure that your kit is ready, fully stocked, check that kit, you know, if you can a couple times a year, just for, you know, the newness of food, you know, swapping out food. And, you know, what we do at our house is, you know, we'll have a backup bag of food. And what I do is, you know, we have like a container that we keep our food in just to scoop out of, um, you know, as we need to fill their bowls every day. But then when we're out of it, I grab a new bag from the store, the vet's office, wherever you get it from. And I'll put the new bag in my disaster kit, pull the bag from my disaster kit and pull that into my container. So that way you're always getting fresh stuff in and it's just habit. You know, instead of bringing that new bag to my container, I just bring that new bag to the disaster kit and pour the disaster kit into the container. That just always keeps it fresh. And if you get in the routine, you're not having all of a sudden a year later, you know, pet food that may be expired. That's very smart. And sometimes people say, oh my gosh, I went back to my kit from a year ago and everything had expired. Well, that's really important that you keep recycling it, the stuff out of it. Well, Monica, as always, this is great information. And also for people as well, this is a, while you're getting your pet's disaster kit together, it's really good to have your own disaster kit ready. We have our go bag all ready to go in case something happens and we have the dogs all ready to go. Please be be aware that it's, as Monica said, it's always best to prepare in advance because when the emergency strikes, whether you're here and we have hurricanes, we also have tornadoes, whether you're in the Midwest and there's tornadoes flooding or wherever there's, there's fires out west. There's so much that goes on. And a lot of time they happen really, really quick. And you want to be ready. You don't want to have to be thinking about, oh my gosh, 
what do I have to get together? Have it all ready, have everything ready to certain part of your house. So you just go for everything there, have your own kit, have your pet's kit, have the crates, have the, the beds, have everything together. They're little doggy life preservers. We have everything kind of in one area in the house. So if we do have to suddenly leave, we know where to go. So Monica, this is great, 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 great information. Very, very important information. And it's something that um, no matter where you live in the country, there's emergencies that can happen at any time, things that can happen that we don't plan for. So it's always ready to be prepared and plan in advance. So I thank you. This is what we do every single year. And I think that it helps so many people. I hear from so many people that it really helps them prepare. It brings them aware that this is the time of year to do it, though it's good to have it ready all time of year at any time, because you never know when disaster is going to strike. Thank you. And I just wanted to real quick give a resource for everybody as well. So if you're trying to remember what you need or want some additional information on things that may be specific to your location, um, different types of storms and how to prepare for them and different types of emergencies, um, the site ready.gov is a really good resource. So if you go online to www.ready, like R-E-A-D-Y, ready.gov, and if you backslash pets, P-E-T-S, you will get to all the pet preparedness items. And they have a lot of great resources. They have checklists on there. Um, and they have everything that you'll need for any type of different weather phenomenon and emergency that you can get into depending on your location. Uh, and that's www.readyready.gov backslash pets. Well, thank you. Stay safe, Monica. Stay safe, everyone. We hope that we gave you some good information so that you could get your kits ready. So thank you very much. And everybody stay safe. We'll be back in just a minute. Hello, everyone. Susan Marie here to tell you about the award-winning three-book series, The Doggy Diva Diaries. It is a trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup, hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. In this series, Miss Olive learns that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, it's the kindness and love you have on the inside that counts. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other online booksellers. And please visit us at thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> pet we would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, Please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, 
and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.